First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beattie. It's Thursday the 9th of November. I hope you're well. Coming up... They make vaping easier for young people, so to ban all of the flavours... Dahl bans sale of vaping products for under-18s and World Health Organisation warns of spread of disease in Gaza. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, the Dáil has voted to ban the sale of vapes to under-18s. TDs accepted the bill, which also includes an advertising ban of vaping products around schools and on public transport, as well as a strict new licensing system for retailers selling vapes. The Health Minister hopes it will be law before Christmas once it's passed by the Dáil and sent to the President. CEO of the Asthma Society of Ireland, Eilish Nikonia, is pleased. They're shown to um, flare asthma. So whether you're using them yourself or whether you're using them around somebody who has asthma, they can flare asthma symptoms. They can cause an asthma attack. And of course, they can be fatal. So they really are uh, a product to be taken seriously. The Taoiseach is in Paris today where he will attend an international conference on humanitarian assistance for civilians in Gaza. It comes as the World Health Organization warns the risk of infectious diseases rapidly spreading through Gaza has soared. Lack of fuel has caused disruption to waste collection, creating an environment for insects and rodents that can carry and transmit illnesses. Hospitals in the enclave continue to be overrun. Tom Potikar is a surgeon for the Red Cross at the European Gaza Hospital. He says the number of cases they're dealing with is exhausting. We've been in theatre, done about five cases today. The last one, a young man lost all his family, 40% burns with uh, some huge shrapnel wounds. He was already in a state of early shock and, and septic when we got him on the table. Molly Martins and her father Tom could spend as little as seven further months behind bars for the manslaughter of her husband Jason Corbett. The 39-year-old Limerick man was beaten to death in his home in North Carolina in August 2015. In his ruling yesterday evening, Judge David Hall imposed a sentence of between 51 months and a maximum of 74 months, but they'll receive credit for the 44 months they've already served in prison. Irish Times journalist Martin Wall was covering the case in the US and explains the reasoning behind the sentences. He had said he would give them some mitigation. He pointed to Mr. Martin's or Tom Martin's service as an FBI agent and his work with the defence and energy industries in the US and gave them some uh, credit for that, but then sentenced them, as I say, to an additional set between seven months and two and a half years in prison. The jury in the Ashling Murphy murder trial will continue its deliberations this morning. They were released to consider the verdict of Josef Pushka yesterday afternoon. News Talk's Andrew Loud reports. Josef Pushka, 33-year-old Slovakia native with an address in Lionelly Grove, Mukla County, Offaly, denies murdering Ashling Murphy along the Grand Canal in Tullamore on January 12, 2022. Yesterday, trial judge Mr Justice Tony Hunt told the jury all of the evidence must be stress-tested. He said verdicts are nothing to do with likes and dislikes and he urged all 12 jurors to get involved in the deliberations process. They retired to start their discussions at 3.35 yesterday afternoon and they were sent home just after 4 o'clock. They'll reconvene later this morning. Andrew Lyon at the Central Criminal Court. 
There could be light at the end of the tunnel for the doctor shortage around the country as more people look to take up the profession. The Irish College of General Practitioners will up its intake of students next year by 20% after receiving the highest ever number of applicants. Ireland is short almost 2,000 GPs due to a vast number of retirements in recent years. Dr Dermot Quinlan is the ICGP's medical director. He says retaining the recruits once they enter the system is the next challenge. The vast majority of GP uh, trainees remain in Ireland. Some certainly, like myself, head overseas for a, a couple of years. But the vast majority of our young GPs come back to Ireland because, as I say, it's a great career in Ireland. There's lots of job opportunities right across Ireland. 55 community groups have come together to deliver a letter of concern to the Taoiseach as they worry about conflicts of interest in Ireland's gambling industry. They've accused the Gambling Awareness Trust of being funded by the gaming industry, which means it can never be totally independent. Paula Leonard is CEO of Alcohol Forum Ireland and signed this morning's letter to the Taoiseach Leo Vratker. She says tactics familiar to the drinks industry are being used to make gambling more acceptable. So last year, I suppose my own organisation, Alcohol Forum Ireland, launched and fought a campaign to have secondary school and education in Ireland free from alcohol industry influence. And the Taoiseach and the government were very clear that there were conflicts of interest. And what we're basically saying is the same conflicts of interest apply here. In entertainment news, the US Actors Union has agreed a tentative deal with Hollywood bosses to end an 118-day strike. The union's negotiators spent days deliberating over several items it deemed essential, including AI. The strike has been ongoing since July the 14th, causing major disruption to Hollywood productions. And in sport in soccer, Manchester United endured more embarrassment last night, going down 4-3 away to Copenhagen in the Champions League. The result leaves Eric Ten Hag's side bottom of Group A, with games against Galatasaray and Bayern Munich to come. United were 2-0 up when Marcus Rashford was sent off. The manager feels they were unlucky. We started the game so well, well best minutes of this season. Uh, we are winning the game and I think the red card changes everything. And then we concede two goals before halftime, which should never have count. Eh? First is offside, second a penalty. And that is eh, in four games, four, four penalties against. And where I say three are very debatable. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on newstalk.com. 